This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs on Sports Radio 810 WHB. What I've done is help athletes be the best they can be. We work on giving you that winning edge, that mental edge that will help you realize your potential. Dr. Jacobs has been in practice for over 30 years as a sports psychologist. This is the first time I've ever listened to it. I'm on my way to church, and I said, i got to pull over and talk. Right now is your chance to call Dr. Jacobs for free help with any sports-related problem. It's a wonderful form, and I, I'll, it must be a radio for me every time I, I'm in the camp city. And this show is about you. It's about having fun, working hard, building self-confidence, having the right attitude, being a good teammate, being a good parent, and being a good coach. Now, here's the sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everyone. I am sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and I'm here every Sunday from 7, 8 a.m. As you know, this is the Sports Psychology Hour, and I've hosted this show here on Sports Radio 810 WHB for the last 16 years, been on the radio now for 27 years here in Kansas City, and um, look forward to doing this show each and every week with you. I've been in practice as a sports psychologist since 1981. And we delve into issues about mindsets on this show. We talk about all kinds of issues related to the world of sports. And I try to bring up topics that I think will be of interest to everyone. Um, You know, on this show, I have over the years shared things about my personal life. Um, It's something that I think at times is appropriate. Um, You know, I've mentioned I have two sons and divorced when they were 12 and 13, pretty much raised them by myself for a long time. Um, Share a lot about my career, talked about my mother. And today I'm going to share something about me. Um, I don't normally say a lot of things about myself on this show because it's not about me, it's about you. But for the past uh, four months, I have been battling cancer. And I wasn't here last week because I had surgery this week to... Uh, have some cancer removed. Hopefully it is all gone. Um, something that just came up out of the blue, I go to the doctor twice a year. My father was a physician, uh, raised me to take good care of myself, which I think I always have health-wise. I have health issues as be- that I'm almost 63, as we all do as we get older. You know, the, the whole issue of pre-existing conditions in the whole healthcare debate well, I don't care. If you're older than 40, you're going to have pre-existing conditions because as you get older, things happen to your body. Uh, I've exercised my whole life. I try to take good care of myself. I've got issues that we all have as we get older. But I got diagnosed with prostate cancer this past summer and um, shocked me. pretty much blew me out of the water when that diagnosis came in because I feel great and have, have, you know, take, as I said, pretty good care of myself. So, um, but I've been proactive and <clears throat> met with my physician, Dr. David Bach at Kansas City Urology. And after some further testing and evaluations, <clears throat> we decided that having the uh, cancer surgery and have my prostate removed would be the best thing to do. So his partner, Dr. David Emmett, operated on me this past week and uh, removed my prostate. And hopefully, uh, the cancer is all gone. We won't know for a while as you have to do further testing on this. But it's opened my eyes up to a lot of things. And I want to thank both Dr. David Bach and Dr. David Emmett for their care. Um, I'm very lucky uh, because we think we got this early before it had become a problem or spread anywhere else. 
And I want to thank the people at Shawnee Mission Medical Center where I was operated on. A uh, tremendous group of nurses and healthcare professionals there took excellent care of me. And I want to thank them very much for what they did because uh, I'm here today <clears throat> because I, I was able to get out of there in two days. And um, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, I'll be able to get pretty much back to normal. And we'll see where things go. But uh, as I've been here over the years, I've shot, you know, shared and talked about personal things about myself. And uh, I just thought this would be something to get into today a little bit just by opening the show up with the fact that, uh, you know, I, I got diagnosed with this, but we're attacking it and being proactive. And uh, hopefully the cancer is all gone. So I thought I would share that as we open the show today. I'm here every week from 7 to 8 a.m. And hope you enjoy talking with us about the different topics. So I thought today's topic related to that would be the whole issue of dealing with adversity. Um, there's, there's a quote from Gone with the Wind, hardships make or break people. You know, life is such that we are encountering almost on a daily basis all kinds of issues that we have to confront. It might be a family issue, it might be a work issue, it might be a personal issue, a relationship issue. And sports is no different. You know, there's the, the old saying that sports is a microcosm of life. Well, it, it is. Um, sports is a great venue to really learn about who you are and how you deal with things. You know, there are a number of big upsets in college football yesterday. There'll probably be some upsets today in pro football. We've talked a lot of, over the years on my shows about upsets, why they happen, what the rationale is, the reasoning. And a lot of it's preparation, a lot of it's attitude, a lot of it's focus, a lot of it's confidence. But adversity is something that we all have to encounter. And as I said, this, this past few months now, I've had to encounter the adversity of being diagnosed with cancer and battling that and it's a, it's a long-term battle. It's something you do the rest of your life. And um, I know there are many, many people who listen to this show who have survived cancer. You're really not medically a cancer survivor until it's been out of your system for eight years. A good friend shared that with me as a physician. So I know it's a, it's a battle that I'll be going through for quite a while. I, I, I hope to live a lot longer than I am now, and uh, I will do everything I can to make that happen. But Adversity in life, adversity in sports is something we'll have to encounter. So I'd like to open up our phone lines right away here today at 913-388-1010. And I'd like to find out from you about the adversity you've had to deal with in life that's helped you in sports. You know, has there been a, a situation in your sports life where you've had to confront an issue that was uncomfortable was difficult you've had an issue with the coach an issue with the parent an issue with the teammate an issue with yourself and how did you handle that how did you get through it our number as i said is 913-3810-810 i'm sports psychologist dr andrew jacobs along with my producer rudy salazar here every sunday from 7 8 a.m and this whole issue of dealing with adversity i'd like to get into today you know as i said i'm dealing with this personally now it will be something i'll be battling for a while and I will also share with you that uh, my son, Jonathan, who lives here, has been nothing but amazing, helping me out. And uh, I've had it. 
you know, when you have situations like this in life, you find out who your friends are. And I found out I've got a lot of friends who I thought were my friends and they've all been there. So it's it's one of these things that I think when you're faced with an adverse situation, whether it's a personal medical issue, as I'm dealing with here, whether it is a relationship issue, whether it's a confidence issue, it's it's just so important, I think, to look it in the eye and address it. A lot of people, and I get this a lot in my office. I've got some clients I'll be seeing today, and one of those clients has a, has a confidence issue related to dealing with her teammates on the basketball court. I think it's important that when you have these situations come up that you take the time to try to address it and deal with it. Is it easy? No. Is it scary? Yes. When I got diagnosed being told, you've got cancer, it blew me away. And, you know, it took me a little time to sit and think, but the uh, physician, Dr. Bach, who is a good friend of mine as well, we sat and talked about it, and, I, and my response to him was, what do we have to do? Years ago, a very close friend of mine passed away from brain tumor. His name was Ron Greenbaum. On my first show, the Mental Power Hour that I started at KMBZ back in the 90s, I had Ron on my show. And here's why. Ron was diagnosed with a brain tumor. He got up one day, fell over, and next thing he knew, he was woke up in the hospital, had been there for a short time, woke up, what, where am I? What happened? And was told, and his response was, well, what do I have to do to beat it? Well, he beat it once, and then he beat it twice, but it came back a third time, and it finally got him. I talked about that with Ron on my show. He was a good friend, but he was a very brave man and a very strong man. And that is the approach I'm taking here, because when I was diagnosed with this, I said, okay, what do we have to do to overcome this? And that's why we decided to do the surgery and have that done this past week. So adversity is not an easy thing to confront. It's scary. It's hard. You know, your, your mortality is in front of you. But I think if you can learn to overcome adversity in a variety of settings, emotionally, it will make you stronger. Intellectually, it will make you stronger as a person. All right, I'd like to, to open up our lines here. 913-3810-810. How have you dealt with adversity in your life, especially in sports. And how's that helped you in the sports world? 913-3810-810. And you know, as I mentioned earlier, cancer is a scary word. Um, and you're, you're a cancer survivor when you've beaten it for five years. So I think it's important to, I've got a, a road ahead of me here to deal with this, but I'm going to do everything I can to beat it because I'd like to still be on this radio and on this radio station for quite a while. So I'd like to hear from you. If you are someone who's had adversity in your life, in sports especially, how have you handled that? 913-3810-810 is our number. 913-3810-810 is the number. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here Sunday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. What have you done to beat that adversity? Was it an issue with the coach? Was it an issue with the teammate? Was it an issue with your parents? Was it an issue with yourself? We're all going to have to deal with things in life that scare us, that are hard to confront. But I think having this proactive approach is the way to do it. And like I said, my, my late friend Ron Greenbaum, who has been gone now, gosh, over 20 years, 
wonderful man. He had his wife Laura had two two young kids who are now in, in their twenties. Um, they survived because I think his attitude was such that let's fight it, let's beat it. All right, nine one three three eight ten eight ten is the number. Let's see what Alan has to say. Alan, sir, thank you for calling in this morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good. So I have a question related to the topic of adversity, and that is, um, do you bring into uh, scope um, or do you consider people's belief systems, their faith systems, um, or do you just simply look at uh, this world as an end into itself with uh, no greater purpose? I think that's an individual type of uh, belief. Uh, ability and belief to have. I mean, everybody's different on that one. Alan, what do you think? Oh, I mean, I absolutely, I absolutely live uh, in under a uh, belief system that this is not the end. But um, I was just drawn to that uh, comment because um, um, when one fights life-threatening things or has adversity in life, like, um, you know, planning an NFL career and then not getting drafted. Um, those are moments where I think um, um, it's worthy to say, you know, if one has a belief system, uh, and I'm not, you know, preaching any any particular religion, I'm just simply saying a belief system can be a, a material asset in dealing with those kinds of things. And I guess that was my comment. No, I, you know, I think that's a very important component of all this. Um, I think you have, first and foremost, you have to have belief in yourself, you know, and I think if you have a foundation with yourself and then you bring in the different components of life that affect you, it might be religion, it might, it might be whatever it is, you know, your religious beliefs, it might be relationships, um, I know for me personally, I've got some very strong relationships. I have uh, uh, several very close friends whom I've been friends with for years. Two, two of my closest friends I've been close with since I was four. Um, and I'm almost 63. And uh, they've both been here, you know, since this diagnosis of cancer with me came up. They've been here for me as it's been a bunch of my friends. And, and I haven't been afraid to, to share it with them. I say, hey, because we're very open. But I, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think part of this whole, Alan, is about, is about communicating. You know, communicating with yourself. And I think a belief system, as you're saying, whether it's a religious belief system, a spiritual belief system, uh, intellectual belief system, whatever it is, I think that that will help you get through it. But I also think that's where confidence comes into this about the belief that, you know, I can believe in myself and what I can do and, I, and I'm going to fight through this, whatever it might be. I mean, if I can, what what kind of adversity have you had to deal with in, in your life and how have you gotten through it? Oh, I mean... You know, I, I, I had adversity uh, many months ago. I, I called back and discussed um, uh, when you were talking about the impact of coaching and young children. I mean, I was devastated in eighth grade um, by a bad football coach and um, totally destroyed any self-confidence. Um, and I lived the rest of my life not not playing sports but i had a you know i had a faith-based system um that helped me get through that because that was probably 
from a ego perspective and from a, a I mean a life changing perspective that rejection in eighth grade I can still relive to this very day. You, you, I can tell in your voice, down, and I recall the conversation with you. Uh, that that's as fresh as it was the day it happened. It's, it, it's had it, a big impact is. on you. Yes, yes, and and oh, I think, and so I so I think I guess what I'm getting at is, we're all faced with these things, and I think how we get through it has a lot to do with the support system you have within yourself and around you. And that's where, you know, I talk about preparation, focus, attitude, and confidence a lot on this show as the keys to success. And I think if you throw those words into the, into the equation, how do they fit to make this better? And with well, yourself, whatever the scenario might be. Right. Well, I mean, I'll give you the end result that happened for me. And um, I guess it's for whatever it's worth. That adversity changed me ultimately in a positive way that um, I've been blessed in my career to um, rise to the Fortune 100 and um, sit in the boardrooms of some of uh, Manhattan's, uh, you know, Fortune 100 corporations. So I look back on that eighth grade experience, both with with um, uh Adhorance, but also wondering if I didn't have that experience, would my life have changed to achieve what I did achieve? Well, then you took the scenario as a learning experience, even though it still hurts and it's still fresh. It's something that you've taken and learned from and grown from, and it's allowed you to become successful in life. So right. that's how so I'm. Just, that's how I'm going to approach this, Alan. Because you know what, I'm. I I you know, uh, no one wants to be diagnosed with cancer. Well, it's all, a scary all thing, I but you have, but you have to, but you have to be proactive with it and and attack it, or else the, it, it will beat you. The only the only comment the only comment I have is, and I am not a, uh, I am not a, uh, I am not a um, evangelical. I I think that as part of your journey, um, if you explore concepts of faith and concepts that this world does not an end into itself, you might find strength that you don't know that you have. And again, I think that's I'm a great. Not, I think that's a great point, and I think it sounds like for you, that has benefited you and allowed you to become stronger in life. And listen, sir, I want to thank you for calling in and sharing your thoughts this morning. I really appreciate. Well, it. I always try to listen to you whenever I can, and I'm sorry to hear about your diagnosis. But I, uh, for me, I will pray for you and your uh, healing, and I hope that uh, you will find some. Some comfort uh, in a, with a sense of spirit. Well, I, my attitude in life is this, Alan. I like to look out the front windshield, not the rearview mirror. And uh, oh, me too. That's how I'm approaching. <laughs> it. Well, that's good, especially when you're driving. But that's how that's how I'm approaching this, and I'm applying it to myself. So, thank you, sir. You have a great day, and, and thanks you so much too. for your call. All right, take care. All right, that frees up our lines here at nine one three three eight ten eight ten. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and we're talking about dealing with adversity today. And I've shared a personal situation with myself, but I'd like to find out about you. What kinds of adversity have you had, and how have you overcome it, or has the adversity consumed you? 913-3810-810 is a number. In the world of sports, have you had to deal with adversity with a teammate, with a coach, with a fan, with your parents, with yourself? And when you've been confronted with this, did you overcome it, or did it 
overcome you. 913-3810-810 is the number. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Give me a call and let's talk. We're on the leader in sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Good morning, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. And as I started the show off today, sharing a personal story about myself. Notice, if you listen regularly, you notice I was not here last week because I was getting treated for cancer. I was diagnosed with cancer this in July, prostate cancer, and this past week had my prostate removed. And um, fortunately... Uh, the surgeon feels that the cancer was all out. We we're not going to know for sure for a while, but um, as I mentioned, uh, adversity. I've had to deal with this myself. I thought I'd share this story about myself today because we all have to deal with adversity. And we talk about a lot of topics on this show in sports, but life is something that I think sports can teach us about how to deal with things. And I know the 26 years, 27 years I've been on radio here in Kansas City, have helped me deal with personal things myself, and this has helped me as well. So our topic today is dealing with adversity. Our number is 913-3810-810. I'd like to find out from you if you are a coach, if you're an athlete, if you're a parent, if you're an official. How about officials? Officials have to deal with adversity all the time in sports. You are ridiculed. You are criticized. You are insulted. You're degraded. You're threatened. You're attacked by because you feel you're doing your job. Now, do officials screw up? Yeah, they do all the time. We see it all the time. I was watching USC in Arizona last night. As I've got to take it easy here for a week and uh, since the surgery. And it was the third quarter, and the third quarter lasted about 45 minutes because they kept stopping play for questioning whether there, there were tackles that were being made that were a little bit too aggressive. You know, trying to use the helmet as a, as a as a weapon, and in fact, two plays out of three, they stopped play to review it, and they weren't. And the announcers were criticizing the whole situation, but you know that's their job. Adversity in sports is part of what goes on. You know, we deal with it all the time. So I want to find out from you if you are an athlete, if you're a coach, if you're a parent, if you're a fan, if you're you're an official, how do you deal with adversity? How do you work through it? You know, I mentioned earlier in the show, the quote, hardships make or break people. I'm dealing with this myself now, and but I'm applying the things that I've learned in life and in my work to myself, and it's helping me get through my scenario. And I hope the things we talk about on this show help you deal with yours. So 913 is the number. Let's see what Charlie has to say. Charlie, good morning, sir. How are you? Thanks for calling in. Charlie, are you good there? Morning. Yeah. Good morning. Okay, go, uh, go ahead. I, I have had a cancer problem. My wife, I lost her a little over a year ago. Oh, I'm sorry uh, about that. Thank you. We, I'm sorry about your cancer, too. Well, I'm going to beat it, Charlie. That's the way I'm good. looking at it. Good. Uh, they didn't find this in time. She had ovarian cancer, and 
she died about five weeks after the father. We was married sixty years. It is hard to get over. Yeah, I'm sure it is. How are you? How are you doing now? She's been gone for about a year. Yes, not the best. Do you have kids? Do you have a family? No. You're all by yourself. All by myself. Well, do you have anyone to talk to, Charlie? Do you have friends? Yes. Have they been helpful to you? It, it's been helpful, yes, but it's still toughened. Well, let me let me let me make a suggestion, Charlie. You, you were married sixty years, so I'm guessing what are you in your seventies, eighty? How old are you? Eighty. Okay, sir. There are cancer support groups in town, and I would encourage you to go through. Like I, I had my surgery at Shawnee Mission Medical Center this week, and like I said, I mean, I I can't think of a better facility to have surgery than that facility. So I would encourage you to give them a call and find out what kind of cancer support groups they have because I think Charlotte would do you some good. Have you thought okay. about that? Have you thought about doing that? Well, I haven't, haven't, haven't had any body tell me where to go or anything like that. Where do you? What part of town do you live in? I live in northern Missouri. Oh, northern Missouri? All right. Well, let me, I want you to give Shawnee Mission Medical Center a call. Can you write this down? Just a second. Okay, get get something to write with. And turn your turn your radio down too, Charlie. Pardon me. Turn your radio down because we're hearing the feedback. Please. Okay, you got it. You got something to write with. I'm getting this. Okay. Because I think what you need to do is give them a call. And they can direct you to a, a place close to where you live. And I think it'll do you some good to talk to some people. And they can direct All right, are you there? Okay. Okay. okay I'm Shawnee Mission Medical Center. Okay. You give them a call. I'm looking their number up for you right now. Okay, and I want you to give them a call and just say you, you're calling about a cancer support group. Okay. Okay, and they can direct you where you live in northern Missouri to a hospital or health care center that can help you talk about this because you need to do it. Okay? All right. It, it will do you a world of good. And, okay. Okay, and uh, here I'm looking their number up now. It is 913-676-676? Yes, sir, 2000. 2000, okay. Yeah, they, were, they, they could not have been any more professional, any friendlier, any more helpful to me. So I want you to give them a call and have them, they'll direct you where to go. Okay. Okay, sir? And I want you to call my show back next week and let me know what happens. Okay. 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 All right, Charlie. Well, good luck to you, sir. You Thanks a lot. You follow up with this. Do do it today. All right. Okay. You take care of yourself. Thank you. Okay. Well, if no one else calls today, then we did something good. I helped this this gentleman out. He needs to talk with someone, and uh, I feel sorry for him that he lost his wife. But he's all alone. You don't have anybody to talk to, and he needs to talk about it. All right, 913 is the number. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, Adversity.
How do you handle it? How do you deal with it? What about in the world of sports? I've talked about my personal issue right now. And how do you handle sports adversity? I want to I hear from you if you're a coach. Okay? And your team is facing some adversity during the week in between games. You have an athlete who got in trouble. You have an athlete who maybe is going to be suspended because of grades. You have an athlete who's done something stupid. How do you handle that as a coach? Your team's been playing well, you're on a roll, and then you have to deal with this. We all have to confront it at times. What do you do? 913-3810-810 is the number. You have a teammate who is breaking the rules. You have a teammate who's going against what he's supposed to be doing, he or she is supposed to be doing. You're their friend, but you're also a teammate. What do you do in that situation? 913-3810-810 is the number. Adversity in sports happens all the time. You know, why do upsets happen? Because teams take it for granted they're going to win. They think they're better than everybody else. They're not prepared. All kinds of reasons. We've talked about it many times. We are blindsided in life with all kinds of issues. Whether it's a medical diagnosis like I've, I've been dealing with here, whether it's a personal issue, whatever it might be. But I think it's important as a human being to look in the mirror. You know, our country obviously has a lot of issues going on right now. There's a lot of dissension. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of hatred in this country that's not good, that's not healthy. And how do you solve it? By communicating, by working together. When you have adversity on a sports team, when you have something come up, you lose an athlete. I mean, look, the Chiefs, the opening game, Eric Berry goes down with the Achilles. Then Chris Conley goes down with an Achilles. Let's face it, Eric Berry may be the, may be the best defensive player in all of football. And they're now 6-2 and two, halfway through the year. 6-2. and two. I think that's pretty damn good. I know people are saying, yeah, but they're not that good. The defense isn't that good. I'm like, you know what? They're 6-2. and two. Yeah, their run defense has not played well the last couple of games. Pittsburgh, Denver ran over them. But they still won. They overcame situations in the game. Dayton Moore's got some adversity to deal with now. Right, Rudy? Wouldn't you agree with me on that? I mean, the Royals are losing, potentially, Eric Hosmer, Mike Moustakas, Alcides Escobar, Jason Vargas, Lorenzo Cain, Melky Cabrera, a number of other people. The free agency. I'm sure a lot of them will be gone because there will be a lot of money in other places, a lot more so than they'll get here. But having been the former team psychologist with the Royals, I will tell you there's nobody better who I would not trust more than Dayton Moore to try to figure out a way to fix that. So he's got that adversity right now as a GM to deal with the dismantling of a World Series team. But as a coach, when your team, and, and we've got the high school football playoffs going on right now, you might lose a star player to an injury. You might lose have a player get suspended because of grades. So as a coach, what do you do to handle that? Our number is 913-3810-810. Let's get some calls in here. I want to hear from you if you're a coach. If you've had adversity on the team you're coaching before, how did you work through it? Or did you not work through it? Did the adversity take your team down? If you have played sports and your team was overcome by 
negativity. Something bad happened, and it overwhelmed the team and took everybody down. What did you do to handle that? 913 is the number. We've got a wide-open phone board. I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to hear from you how you do with that. And I want to hear from an official. I want to hear from an umpire, referee. There are a lot of people listening to this show, tell me, at least tell me they do, who are officials and have talked about a lot of the things we talk about on the show, how it helps them. So 913-3810-810 is a number. If you're an official and you have dealt with adversity, and let's face it, if you are, are some kind of referee, umpire, official, you deal with it all the time. Criticism. You're going to be criticized. You know, you're going to have one team criticize you, the other team criticize you. You're going to have the fans criticize you. You're going to have the athletes criticize you. I know I, I go to a lot of college D1 soccer games and watch how the officials officiate, and it's not good. A lot of the games, you, you, there's just inconsistency all over the place. So how do you handle that as an official? 913-3810-810 is the number. I mentioned this quote, hardships make or break people. And I think as the sport sports world develops and as you learn from sports, it can help you deal with all kinds of things in life. So we're going to go to commercial break. Let's get some calls in here. I want to find out from you if you are an athlete, if you're a sports fan, if you're a coach, if you're a parent, how do you handle adversity in the world of sports? I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Give me a call at this number, 913-3810-810. See what you have to say. We're on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Good morning, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Hope you've been enjoying the show this morning. Started off by sharing a personal story about myself. And uh, I think if, if we don't get any more calls, if Charlie, who called up a little while ago, follows up with the advice I gave him that will help him, then we accomplish something today. Uh, you know, my, my goal on this show every week is to help people. And Charlie, if you're still listening, sir, make sure you call Shawnee Mission Medical Center. You need a support group, sir. You need to talk about the fact that you lost your wife to cancer. And you need to talk, okay? I got diagnosed with cancer this past summer and had surgery this past week to have my prostate removed. They feel they got the cancer out of me. And uh, I thought I would bring that up this morning to just talk about adversity. So I've had to deal with that myself. But I've got a strong support group. And, Charlie, you need to talk to someone, so give them a call. They're going to help you out. They'll direct you to a hospital or support cancer support center near where you live in northern Missouri to deal with that. So this issue of, of adversity I brought up this morning, I'm dealing with it myself personally, but I'd like to find out from you. If you have played sports or in sports, you're a parent, you're a coach, you're an athlete, you're an official, you're a sports administrator, how do you confront adversity? Our number is 913-3810-810. Nobody's online now. In fact, you know what? Because I'm in a generous mood today. Whoever calls up next, we will. I will give you a free copy of our book, Just Let Them Play, that I co-wrote with Jeff Montgomery and Pete Malone. So the next caller, I will uh, mail you a free copy of my book, Just Let Him Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes Through Youth Sports. Okay, our number is 
3810810. How have you, and you need to ask a question on the air, you can't just call up and hang up. How have you dealt with adversity as an athlete, as a parent, as a coach? I'd like to find out from you. Have you had a teammate you didn't get along with? You know, let's face it, basketball's going on now. Have you had a ball hog out there? Have you had trouble dealing with him? Do you have somebody who's got a real big ego, thinks they're better than everybody else? How do you deal with them? What if you're a parent and you're sitting in the stands and a parent, another parent on your team criticizes your son or daughter? What do you do about that? That's a good one. That happens all the time. All right, 913-3810-810 is our number. I'd like to hear from you. Like I said, I'm going to give whoever calls up first, we will give a, I will give you a free copy of my book, Just Let Them Play, that I co-wrote with Jeff Montgomery and Pete Malone. This issue of adversity happens to everybody. It happens in life. And I think the mentality, the mindset, the attitude that you have to deal with it will have a lot to do with how you overcome it. And that's how I'm approaching this diagnosis I have now of cancer, but hopefully it's, it's out of my system after the surgery this past week. And I will attack it proactively as I share with you on the air every week with the ways I, ways I deal with things. We all are confronted at times with situations that we don't want to deal with, and it's not easy. But you got to look it in the mirror and go after it. All right, we've got our first call here, Kevin. Sir, hold on, we're done, and I'm gonna, uh, Rudy's going to get your mailing address, and I'll get you a copy of my book. Thank you for calling up, sir. Yes, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Not too bad. I officiate uh, football and basketball at the high school level and uh, lower-level college games, and as an official, we deal with adversity all the time from coaches, from players, and even from fans. And usually the way that I've always been trained and the way that most of our crews deal with the adversity is that we listen first, don't overreact emotionally because it's not personal, and then we explain to them in a logical sequence to help them better understand what is going on and actually kind of calm them down to make them realize that they're kind of making it a little bit of a spectacle. I agree with you 100%, but how do you get a coach when they get so overly worked up to calm down? Because what you see is then their athletes get overly worked. I mean, look, a coach is a guide, a leader, a, a psychologist, a mentor. But they've got to have – we have a saying, a good coach checks his or her ego at the door. And if they let their ego get involved with it, then what happens to the players? And, and I agree with you on that. And normally what we do when we get a coach that is overworked up is we sit there and, and try to reason with them first of all. By listening to them first, the biggest thing is they're going to have to vent their frustration. We realize this. We're the punching bag at that moment. We don't take it personally, and then we try to recognize some things that are positive that he has said, actually agreeing with them or recognizing his point, and then saying, however, coach, by the rules or whatever logical sequence that we made the decision, this is how we saw this, coach, and it's not going to change the outcome you overreact. All right, let me ask you a question, Kevin, because this is something that I think a lot of people have to confront. How do you not take it personally when they start attacking you? I, you know, it, because I'm sure, sure that I'm sure that happens. I've seen it happen. Oh yeah, it does. Um, 
I've been told all kinds of things. I just have basically, I think, probably just trained myself. It's not personal. I just, I tell myself all the time it's not personal. And I guess maybe I have really thick skin, but I just, I just don't take it personally. I, I, I take it that they're in the heat of the moment. I understand they're in the heat of the moment. It's not personal toward me. They may not like the call that I made. They may not agree with me, but it's nothing personal. So what you're doing is you're saying try to take things rationally, try to look at it from a, from a confident perspective, and try to address it that way. Well, I think you've got a good head on your shoulders, sir. It sounds like you're handling it the right way. And, you know, I mean, let's face it. If you play sports, there's going to be controversy. If you play sports, there's going to be differences of opinions. And, you know, I respect you immensely for what you do because I, I don't understand why people do what you do, to be honest with you, because there's always going to be somebody who isn't going to like you. Right? That, that's absolutely true. I'll tell you the one reason that most officials actually officiate. They love to kiss. Well, that's the reason you should do it. And, and so you hold on. Rudy's going to get your name and number and address, and I will send you a copy of our book. So thank you I for your call. So. All right, take much. care. All right. Oh, we just somehow we lost him. So, Kevin, call back, and Rudy will get your number. Okay, let's go next to Eric. Eric, how are you this morning, sir? Hey, Dr. Andrew James. How are you doing? I'm fine, sir. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you got the cancer taken care of. My, my dad... When back when he was 62, he's 84 now. He he was diagnosed with cancer, and he he's been living now for 22 years. He's a cancer survivor, and it's all about adversity, boy. I mean, it was it was hard on me and my sister and my and my mom. We didn't know, but he he got surgery and got taken care of just like you did, and and it, and everything is good, and that's. Well, Eric, I'm um, si- I'm also 62, so your dad and I have a lot in common, and, and I'm going to beat this, Eric. I'm not going to let this cancer. Oh yeah, you, you you will. I I just I'll be praying for you. I'm a minister, and I'll I'll be praying for you, and and all this together. We all love you, and we want you to be around for quite a few years more to help us out. So uh, I'll be praying for you, and everybody else will be too. So well, thank you. Listen, it's always good care. to hear. It's always good to hear your voice, sir. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. You take care. All right. Let's go next to Kevin. Kevin, how are you, sir? Pretty good. How are you doing? Okay. Hi, uh, yeah, my thoughts and prayers are with you as well. I uh, listened to everything this morning. but Well, thank you. Um, just a, an instance to share that I went through several years ago, um, not to put any names to any places at all, but I played collegiate football for five years and was here at a local university. And our second year together as a team when I was there in my sophomore year, uh, you know, we had a small team. We weren't that large, uh, about 60 players total. And uh, the coach that recruited us, our head coach, um, was a great guy. We all loved him. We played hard for him and had things looking up for our next year going into my junior year. And in the off season, what happened is we had a meeting one night and our assistant coach came into the uh, stadium and, and talked to all of us real quick and told us that, uh, we lost our head coach. Uh, he's been arrested, and he's been uh, convicted of a crime, and he gave us some details on the crime and told us what had happened. Oh, my. That's And that's uh, it was quite a shocking instance, something that none of us were prepared to deal with, uh, and uh, definitely was a major blow to the team at the time. But the experience that we went through at that moment and the seasons to follow uh, put a group of guys together that became a family, uh, 
just because of the experience we dealt with, the bonding experience we had to, to go through to reinvent ourselves following the next year. And the ridicule that came along with it was an experience as well. So, um, you know, it's – What kind – what, what do you mean What do you mean ridicule? What do you mean by that? You, I mean, you, I, I just – you know, I, I hate to, to put any reference to what the crime was, but it was a, a heinous incident, a, a thing that none of us were prepared to deal with. And, uh, well, you didn't you know, do it. You didn't do the crime. No, but he, he was he was convicted of some uh, instances that involved child pornography and things like that, uh, and that was something that none of us were prepared to deal so with. So people uh, made people made fun of you guys because the coach was convict, convicted of that. Is that what you're saying? I mean, we you know there was definitely a persona that year uh, to deal with as our team was out playing other schools around the area. I mean, everybody knew what happened. It wasn't so that, that was so a- then people would pick on you guys and may, and say things to you. Because of some stupid behavior of, of your ex coach. Yeah, I interesting. Mean, well, that just goes see that that just goes to show you the, the lack of maturity that people have. And and but oh, sure. but that's yeah. why we're talking about this because you've got to deal with this. So you had to deal with it. Your coach does something incredibly unethical, wrong, illegal, and and then you have to handle it. And so, how did you guys deal with it? You know, we just uh, we knew that there was no option to disband go home take other opportunities to other schools we just saw that we have a chance to to be a team go out and make a name for ourselves as a family and you know being a small team that we were we had that opportunity and we spent the next three years with that group of guys going after things and achieved as much as we could so the adversity and, brought you together is what you're telling us kevin yeah it was a great you know it was a great coming together of our football team you know guys that you know, we're probably not together as much as we were prior to that instance. Came together, and you know, we played for each other for three years straight. Well, like I started, friends for yeah, and like I started the show off by saying, hardships can make or break people. So it sounds like that helped make you guys better. Listen, sir, thank you for your call, sir. I appreciate it. You take yeah, care. Yeah, take yourself. care. All right, let's go next to Eric. Eric, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, Doc. Sorry to hear about your cancer. Glad you're doing well. Well, thank Just you. Wanted- just want to call in and talk a little bit about adversity in sports and life. Well, we've got about a minute for you before we wrap things up, so go ahead. I think um, it all kind of goes hand in hand, both together. Uh, being a basketball coach and being a person of high character on most behalf, but adversity hits you even when you don't expect it. Sometimes sports can help you be positive. And sometimes it can help be a negative. Uh, like you said many times, you got to control what you can control, um, and you got to be able to meet it head on and know that no matter what, that uh, you can survive and you can do it and um, find the good out of it and not all the bad. And, and so that, from, does that have a lot to do with looking inside yourself? 90% of it does. And when you're coaching young kids who deal with, a lot of issues from home and school to eating, that's an adversity that is bigger than most people ever believe, but they expect them to do so great all the time. So as a coach, you deal with adversities with players having adversities and with yourself adversity. So you have to balance both to be strong enough to 
maintain and get the best out of everyone well, involved. Eric, Eric, thank great, great points, great points, sir. I want to thank you for calling in. Appreciate it, and good luck to you, coaching. Thank you. You take care. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hope you've enjoyed the show today. I'm here every Sunday from seven to eight, and uh, I'll be back next week. I thought I'd share a story about myself today, and uh, hopefully it will. Like I said, if, if we helped Charlie out who called up from northern Missouri to get some help for his wife's passing, then we did something really good today. If you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me at my website, winnersunlimited.com. Our shows are podcasted here at the station and as well as on my website. Send me an email at drj at winnersunlimited.com. Follow me on Twitter at, at drjsportspsych. And you can also reach my office, 816-561-5556. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. We're in the leader in sports, Sports Radio 10 WHB. 